Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. We're so excited today to talk about some new national FFAs kind of rolling out uh, with our good friend, Kate. So Kate, you want to start by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your job and responsibilities and how long you've been in that role. Thanks so much for having me. My name is Kate Webby and I am an education specialist on the leadership development team at National FFA. So I work with a really awesome team where we create really cool, meaningful, exciting educational experiences for students. And so what that looks like for me on a day-to-day basis is that I work on the 212 and 360 conferences, New Century Farmer, the FFA Blue Room, and also the reason why we are all three here today, the Horizon Conference, which I'm excited to share more about. And I have been on staff for about a year and a half now. So Nikki and I are really excited about the Horizon Conference. Nikki already has one of her students signed up for it, but can you tell us and maybe some of our listeners who haven't heard of it, what the Horizon Conference really is? Absolutely. So the Horizon is brand new to National FFA and it is our first ever virtual production agriculture conference. And it is targeted at juniors and seniors in high school and also recent graduates. So folks that are within that 18 to 24 age demographic. And I think we're gonna talk a little bit more about content more specifically a little later on, but overall the goal of the conference is that students are gonna leave more prepared to take on a career in production agriculture. So why, I guess, why is this an initiative that National FFA is, is looking at starting? Why was, this com- why was this conference another thing put on your plate this year? Yes. I think simply put is that our students were asking for it. They were really hungry for more career focused development opportunities and production agriculture we know is an area that our students are interested in. And so those two pieces fit really neatly together. And because of the year that we're in, we also were like, well, let's just try to do this thing virtually. Um, So it was partly student demand and also it seemed like the right time to experiment and try something new. And so we're excited to roll it out and see how our students respond to it. I know you said your students are excited and we're simply excited to offer and share something new for our students who didn't really have this on a high school level. Um, We have the New Century Farmer Conference, which is for college age students. Um, But so high schoolers didn't really have that experience. So now we're able to kind of roll them into this new experience and see, see how it works. And I'm excited too to see more about the conference and what it all entails for our students because I think a lot of our students are getting more and more like removed from production agriculture to still have that experience for them to kind of see what it's all about and dive deeper into Uh, production agriculture is is an awesome experience for them. Um, So what's really involved with the event and kind of what can our students expect if they do attend the event. The way that I think about it, there's kind of like three thing, three main things that are going on at this conference and ways that students can be engaged. And the first is by learning through our educational sessions, which is really like the meat and potatoes of the conference. 
So when students register, they can choose between one and one of three tracks. And so then that will kind of tell them which sessions they should be targeting. And those three tracks were developed from student feedback and also industry feedback as well. So those three tracks are the first is connecting to consumers. So some of the sessions within those track might look like um, here's how you use social media to connect with consumers, direct to consumer marketing, um, advocacy and literacy, um, how you build a cohesive brand, all of those things kind of roll into that connecting to consumers track. The second is an entrepreneurial skills track. So the, this is related to the skills that you need to run an operation on that like day-to-day -day basis. So this could be family succession planning. We've got a session about um, accessing credit and turning that into profit, um, budgeting, finance, all of those sorts of pieces. And then the last is a future of agriculture track. So this is like, not only here is what you need to be successful right now and be aware of, but here's what's coming up next. So sustainability, trends, innovation. We've got a really cool session where they're talking about how you use data and connectivity to make decisions. So there's lots of cool things in that last track. So that's like the main bucket of things that students can be doing during the conference is attending these sessions, learning from industry experts on really relevant topics to production agriculture. And then the second is we also have some virtual tours of some really cool operations. And also those people are gonna be available to do some Q&A directly with students. So for example, we've got someone who owns a shrimp farm in central Indiana, like you know, 900 miles from the ocean. So kind of thinking about you know, what are different ways and what does it look like to be in production agriculture, either on a shrimp farm, we also have someone who is doing hydroponic lettuce in Michigan. Uh, we also have someone who's doing like a behind the scenes tour of a virtual reality lab that they're working with innovations with Case IH. So there's lots of different ways to be involved in production agriculture, which is kind of the goal of the virtual tours is that you can be exposed to different careers and different types of production that you maybe weren't able to experience at home. So I'm signing second, myself virtual up. tours. Oh yeah, right? Like I was like, <laughs> sign me up for the shrimp farm. Like I wanna go right now. That sounds so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really awesome. That's the second way. And then the last is that we also just have some like really low key laid back opportunities for students to connect with each other. Um, especially sometimes when you're working in production agriculture, especially as a young person, like it can feel a little isolating. Um, and so our goal is that students can be connecting with people who maybe are intending to work in the same industry that they are, or also that are in their same region so that they can just hang out, get to know each other and connect. That's part of what makes in-person experiences and conferences really special. So we wanted to make sure that that was something that we tried to do in a virtual experience as well. It just helps students meet one another. Now, how is this different uh, than the Next Generation Conference that you guys hosted last year? Yeah, so the Next Gen Conference was focused on the animal systems pathway. So there is a little bit of crossover there, but this is production agriculture more broadly. So it also involves different types of agriculture, not just animal systems. Awesome. And Next Gen Conference, uh, sidetrack here, is not being offered this year, correct? It is not. So those listening, I, I'll just say since you're here, I took a student and number one, we look back, that was the last thing we did before the world as we know it now, which is crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And, I was there. <laughs> yeah. And it was the most fabulous experience that we've ever had. Um, it was so good. Um, so 
I hope when the world goes back to normal, those of you listening, get your kids involved because that conference was so, so great. So when I saw this, you know, understandably, you know, that next gen conference can't happen in the times we're living in. Um, and I was excited because I just know what you guys have up your sleeve all the time. So I just knew that there was going to be some cool things. So I'm going to make sure my student that signed up is here at school so I can like sneak into the shrimp tour. <laughs> <with her. laughs> but, Absolutely. Yeah. And so all the sessions are live, but they're also on demand afterwards. Oh, so you cool. also don't need to sneak in. You also can just watch it with her afterwards. That sounds awesome. And you said this is kids juniors to uh college, right? Yep. Yeah. Pretty so, much basically if you are a junior in high school all the way up to 24 years old and you're interested in production agriculture this is for you. Awesome. And now students can just sign up. Ag teachers can get their kids signed up. How many students are able to sign up for this conference? So we can have up to 500 students, which sounds like a lot, but realistically with how large the organization is, it's not really that many. So I would encourage folks that if you know that this is something that either you are interested in, or you know this is something that your students are really gonna love, try to register early. Registration closes on December 31st. So if you can get that in sooner rather than later, that will help to reserve your space and make sure that you're able to attend. And it's and $10. Yeah, Sorry, 10 Brianna. Bucks. You guys, it's only $10. What a steal. You know, we're practically giving it away. Well, after I heard all those cool things, like I would have paid $10 for the shrimp tour. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, Brianna, I cut you off. My bad. See we always mess it up. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't that exciting of a question. I was just wondering like when the deadline to sign up by was. So I kind of, you know, overshadowed by Nikki's awesome shrimp comment, but. <laughs> yep. It's December 31st at midnight. So like as the ball is dropping, like make sure you've got that up on your phone or your computer. And as soon as that hits, we are not taking any more registrations. So it's either December 31st or when we hit 500. So sooner rather than later, I would say is a better way to put that. Yeah, you don't want to miss out, friends. So what can you expect? If, if I was going to sit down and have a conversation with my students about, you know, obviously, yes, it's only $10, but you want to make sure that you're signing up kids that are really have the time and they're going to devote to sitting down um, to do this event. And what are the hours? Like if, if the ag teachers were going to help their kids plan, what kind of time block should they set aside? Yeah, absolutely. So all sessions will be between between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern time. And that doesn't mean that students are gonna be scheduled back to back to back to back from 10 to six. The really cool thing about this conference is because this targets a little bit of an older demographic of students, we're putting a little bit more trust in them and being able to kind of build their own conference experience. So when they log into our virtual platform, they'll be able to add their own sessions to their schedule. So they can take a look and say, hey, I'm registered for the Connecting to Consumers track. You know, these two sessions really speak to me, but this last one maybe isn't so much. And they can add all of those to their agenda separately. Or they can even say, hey, I want to attend two sessions in the Connecting to Consumers track, but I'm really interested in innovation and technology. So I want to make sure I hit this other session as well. So they're able to go in and build their own schedule. Um, each session is only between 30 to 45 minutes, depending on um, how that space is out. So they could spend as little to 30 to 45 minutes if they just want to hit one really cool thing or they know there's like one cool tour that they want to make sure that they go to. 
or they could be spending up to maybe three or four hours each day. Um, but all the sessions will be between 10 and six. And this is January 9th and 10th. Mm -hmm. So those of you that are already like getting the countdown on, um, write that down January 9th and 10th. And I'm thinking, I don't know, Brianna, that's the same date. So anybody from North Dakota, that's the same date as our winter leadership conference, mm -hmm. which is virtual right now as well. Um, and I'm thinking I'm going to have my kids that are doing winter leadership and Eden, who's signed up for this conference, come in uh, and maybe we can do a lunch as a chapter together and then they can go online and um, do their thing. So, you know, there's some flexibility there, I feel, um, to, you know, making those kids feel um, special uh, while doing this conference as well. How do they how do they register? Yeah, so if you go to the Horizon Conference website, which I'll make sure you all have the link to, so it'll be in the show notes of this episode. Um, but if they go to that, there's just a button that says register now. And so if they click on that, they'll be able to log in with their FFA.org profile and students can register themselves or teachers can also register their students by following that same process. So you log in and then you just complete some information for your students and they're good to go. Yeah, and it was so easy. Um, I did accidentally almost register myself, um, <laughs> which I, I wish I would have now hearing about it. But uh, yeah, I just logged in as my national FFA uh, login and password. Um, I replaced it for some reason, auto populated my name in there, which is how that accidental registration almost happened. Uh, and so I just put Eden's name and information. You, you're going to want to ask them which track to go. And when you go in that registration tab it has a little description of all the tracks um so she just quick read them and she's so excited she picked the entrepreneurship track um and so yeah and and literally that was it so we're registered we paid our 10 bucks um and her email's in there so she'll get some updates right yep absolutely. of how to access the platform yep that's and cool. we'll give students access to the platform starting on January 2nd. So they'll have a full week to get in and get used to it and really kind of get comfortable with it before the conference actually starts. So there's a little bit of time in between there where they can go through, build out their schedule, get used to things. There's like a discussion board that they'll have access mm -hmm. to. So they'll have a little bit of time before the conference actually starts to feel it out a little bit and get used to it. And how long is those? Sorry, Brianna. I'm I'm clearly here. This this episode's for me, really. <laughs> How long do they have? Are they able to access the sessions? You said that some of them are on demand as well. Yes, it'll be at least for a month afterwards, and we're exploring what other options could look like if we continue to host it. Awesome. Did I we take usually, your question? We're usually, no, we're usually so good about not talking over each other. So, um, no, I'm just curious, and this wasn't in our talking points, but yeah. I think a lot of times as advisors, we kind of strongly push our students towards something that we think would be really good for them in FFA. Um, so I'm just curious, like if I have some students who are on the fence, what's kind of like a good like elevator pitch or, um, you know, a, a quick summary of the conference that I can tell my students that would be the selling point for them. Yeah, I would say quick points to hit if I was gonna be trying to encourage someone to attend this conference is you're gonna learn really relevant topics to help you in your future career. You're gonna to get to explore some different farm businesses that you maybe don't have at home. 
and you're gonna get to network. You're gonna get to meet other students and also network with industry experts as well. People who are really high up in different corporations or just different farmers and ranchers who are doing things really innovative and differently. So you'll have a really cool chance to learn, explore, and connect. And that's kind of my elevator pitch for this experience. Hopefully I convinced you. I'm sold. <laughs> Signed, See, sealed, delivered. We're ready to go. We're registering. Everybody who needs that, you can just download the podcast episode, clip that one section out. And then when you have a kid that's on the fence, you just play that. And it'll be <laughs> Kate just telling you how, why to attend. Yeah. Now, if we have students that are not in production agriculture, but they're very interested about being uh, a part of it at some point, are they still, is this still for them? Yeah, absolutely. I would say if this is something that you're interested in and you want to explore, give it a shot. I mean, that's the only reason, that's only the only way that you can discover if something is right for you is by exploring it. So whether this is something that you know you absolutely want to go into, you know that production agriculture is your thing and the thing you want to do with your career, this is for you. And if you're someone who's maybe not sure, come and check it out because maybe you'll find that there's something here that either you didn't know about or a different pathway or a different way of doing things. And now maybe you feel that it is for you. So there's lots of different ways, lots of room under this big old production agriculture tent. I love that. Well, everybody listening, January 9th and 10th, uh, get your kids signed up. Only 10 bucks. Uh, so much opportunity to network, learn about careers, production, agriculture, and really build on those passions that they already have. And I think now more than ever, getting them involved with a community of people that are like-minded is so important. Uh, Kate, how can people reach out to you or connect with you if they have questions about the conference? Yeah, so you can always email me. And so my email address is kwehby at ffa.org. It is also on the Horizon Conference website. So if you have any questions, feel free to email me there. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for being with us and sharing all the, the details about the Horizon Conference. Uh, I, hope, I hope after this episode, you just, maybe you'll sell out in like a week because of that this. would be great guys you know what <laughs> if that happens i owe you all a fruit basket like oh, man perfect. that would be golden no we'll take shrimp from that okay it <laughs> sounds great <laughs> so thanks so much those of you listening make sure you like here by the owl podcast on facebook and instagram if you have a future topic idea we would love to hear about it or maybe you have a passion you want to share uh with the world of egg ed so please uh, reach out to to us on social media and we thank everybody for listening